Welcome back to From the Front Row, brought to you by the University of Iowa College of Public Health. I'm Ogi Chibo. And I'm Ian Bukta. If this is your first time with us, welcome. We're a student-run podcast that talks about major issues in public health and how they are relevant to anyone, both in and out of the field of public health. All right, so today is a very special episode because this is actually Ian's last episode with us. I know I've actually made some past mistakes, so I'm always like, oh, Ian is graduating, so it's his last episode, but for real, this is his last episode. So Ian has journeyed with you all for the last one and a half years since he just graduated. He'll be departing us. Before he goes, he's going to talk to us about what he has learned in public health communication and what's next for him. Yep, this is it for me. They are finally pushing me out. Uh, But I am so, so, so excited to hand off the baton just to a group of talented podcasters who are going to continue to tell stories about public health and frankly are going to be telling some different and new and better stories in public health. Um, So I'm really excited. But before I gush, we probably should just jump into this episode and you'll hear me gush even more on the back end. So for my first question for you is... What made you want to get into podcasting? Yeah, this is, it's kind of funny. I, I, I knew I wanted to do podcasting before I went to the University of Iowa. Uh, I had written a book at that point and I was working as a scientific educator and I really just wanted to try different media and different ways to reach different people and a way that, and create accessible methods for people to be able to hear about scientific education. So originally, I kind of came up with this idea for a podcast called Ripples, which is about uh, marine science and water. Uh, but that ended up not ever taking off because I, I came back to the University of Iowa and went to graduate school. And yeah, and then I just really I got super excited about public health my first semester. And after that, it was like, well, why don't we just start sharing public health people through through podcasting? And like, let's take uh, let's take stories and and sh- and push out public health knowledge through stories. All right, so great. Thank you for that. Um what have you learned from this part this podcast and working as a scientific educator about communicating science to people? Yeah, you know, I think the thing that I've learned is it's just so much harder than than you think. And it doesn't matter if you have the facts on your side. It doesn't matter if you know the truth is with you because because of the internet everyone thinks the truth is with them so i think the biggest thing that you have to take away is you have to communicate with people and relate to them and listen to them even if their ideas are crazy you should still listen to the person because when people feel listened to they feel like they're entering into a dialogue Mm -hmm. and that way when you start entering into the dialogue with people that can really help push through some you know science into their into their mind and that really helps, you know, if you can bit by bit through relationships with people really help them come to realize that certain things are, are true. And I think the other thing that I learned is just it's always reach out to really prominent people like Dr. Tara C. Smith or at Adiology on Twitter. You know, she's got like 60,000 Twitter followers. Uh, she had less when she came on our pod I'm not going to say whether or not that was because of us. It probably wasn't, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> but but yeah, she came on and like she was kind of a reach and cuz she was a big deal even before like even before the pandemic started and we we brought her on for our first episode of the pandemic uh related coverage and it was it was like wow, look at the like how people are willing to collaborate and that was really cool. 
but but before we go on, uh, okay, I want to turn this question on you because you know you've been journeying with us on the pod for a while. And what have what have you learned uh, as you've communicated science with us? I would just like to say this isn't about me. First of all, <laughs> it's about Ian. But um, honestly. I have learned a lot. Like, there are just different aspects of public health that I really wasn't aware of since I just even came into this field, like, not too long ago. So I just always had this whole, you know, those five major principles or aspects of public health that we even do our sectors or subsectors. But then coming on and just hearing real-life people talk about real-life things that are happening right now. And I'm just like, wow, like, I can definitely relate. And what you also even talked about is, like, communication. Being able to communicate to people in a way that they understand and in a way that they are willing to listen to what you have to say. I think that's also, like, really a big deal in what I've learned, like, from all the guests we've had. There are different ways they talk about things. There are people who use stories, like stories that are way out of even public health to kind of convey a message. Or there are people who just, you know, like drop facts, but then again, kind of backing it up with their own opinions to like to supplement the facts that they have. So I think, yeah, that's definitely something that I've learned, like just how different people have different ways to talk about the same thing in a different way and also make it engaging at the same time like yeah that's just amazing to me yeah i think one of the things and this is kind of the biggest challenge that i faced as a communicator is i'm a bit robotic and the thing that i learned from you oge was to really try to humanize things and really try to put you know more human spin onto things and i think that that was one of the biggest successes that we had over the course of this spring where we you know really our listenership has increased immensely i think one of the biggest things for that was kind of adding that banter in, adding that human side of public health in and i think that has really helped um and that that was something i didn't really understand you know i, th- I thought podcasts were supposed to be you know these these hoity-toity like news casting and and i think adding in that human element and really focusing on the human experience in addition to the the science i think that was something i'm going to take away from from this and to every podcast i ever work on you're welcome (laughs) and i guess also (laughs) representing like since we're representing the university there's also that whole distinction of how human can i make a human how like you know how lax can he be but then again i'm just like public health is very if you don't make it seem like an everyday thing which it is people will just really feel excluded like oh this is so sciencey this is so academia and this is not my field but public health really is everyone's field we live in public health we breathe public health but yeah yeah the discretion of what to keep in and what to kind of toss to the side because we understand you know you as the listeners only have so much time and so we we really do try to keep things as concise as we can but we want to not lose the kind of joyful elements of uh, you know because we love what we do and we love public health so we want to keep in um how we relate to people but also how how much fun we're having when we talk about it all right so what was your favorite episode that you've done yeah so this one was a pretty easy one for me and until i thought about it of course and then i was like oh wait i've done like a couple really good ones and i thought it was going to be the episode i recorded with dr mona hannah atisha uh or dr mona hannah atisha the first time or the first semester 
And that was a really good podcast. And I, I think that was one of my best. But my absolute favorite was sitting down with William Moore of the Ramsey County um, Public Health Department, I believe in Missouri, who talked about how dads can get more involved and how involving dads in public health can yield higher breastfeeding rates, can yield better infant more uh, infant outcomes. And I just loved that episode because I there's this, I'm really interested in men's health and how basically how intervening on men and making better men can make a better society. And if you intervene on men, you actually get better health outcomes for everyone. And so I, that's something I've been passionate about. And when I saw that project, I, I loved it and it was so cool. And, and the fact that we got the interview with, with uh, William Moore was really cool because he had just gotten a 40 under 40 from the Dobomat Foundation at that time. And oh man, I just, I loved it. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, that is really worth going back and listening to because yeah, he's just, he's just really interesting, really insightful, has cre- these crazy ideas and it's really cool ideas like doula dads, uh, club dad, where he's getting men just to sit around in circles and just talk about, you know, and I get excited about, um, you know, their, their children and, the the one thing I know I'm gushing, uh, the one thing that really stuck with way, uh, stuck with me from that episode was, you know, we always tell men one of the one of his quotes is we always tell men that, like, oh, men will say we're pregnant, and and then society will be like, no, no, she's pregnant, you're just along for the ride. He's like, but that's harmful, and that kind of pushes people, you know, fathers to disinvest. And I thought that was just that blew me away. I never had thought about that. And I just, yeah, I just, I love that episode. Yeah. The power of words. Yeah. Once you like kind of like segregate things, people act accordingly. Like, Oh, that's not my thing. That's just her. But wow. I don't think I've actually listened to that episode. When, when did you do that one? Uh, we released it once, uh, back in probably August. It may have released before you came to the college. Um, definitely before you started on the pod, but then we re-released it. Um, we re-released it like uh, a few months later a few months ago and yeah definitely check it out it's it he just blew me away like i i happened to be on the pod but that's not why i like it i i you could have put anyone just talking to this guy because he was brilliant all right you guys you had to hear first let's go back to 2019 august of 2019 to find this special episode it does sound really interesting and i need to listen to it too Yes. Oh, but before we move on, I want to hear your favorite episode that you've that you've made, okay, or that you've been on. Oh, okay. So when okay, I can't really choose one favorite since I've actually liked all of it, and I don't like choosing favorites. But I will say because I know if I don't say, Ian is going to drag me on the podcast. <laughs> but the one that we released, the conversation I had with my other colleagues when we were talking about Black Black Lives Matter and like just life from our own perspective, and I guess why I really also enjoyed it was because I was really involved. Not only was I a host, but I was also. <laughs> um, 
You produced that episode. Right, I produced it. That's my first episode I ever produced. Like, it was just a lot. It was like my baby. I was in charge of that episode. Usually, I just let, like, Ian do all the work and I come and talk. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, Ian was just like, okay, it's all you. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so, I guess that's, like, my baby podcast. And I really enjoyed that one. And also, the last one that I had with Steve when we were talking about the whole ICE drama... Yeah, this year has actually really been a lot. I will say 2020 has been ridiculous, but I think we'll definitely come out stronger than we came in. So that's definitely an advantage or a strength this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was not going to drag you. I was definitely going to mention... um the the episode we it's entitled the conversation it's from about a month ago and it's just it just was one of you know it was the first episode you produced but it was also one of the best episodes this this show has ever seen and uh, you know the fact that um i got to like edit that you know because you produced that episode i just kind of did some of the back editing stuff and the fact that i got to work on that you know i was i was proud of the the fact that i got to be a part of it because it was just an awesome episode so again that, there's another one that if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it the other the other one was the conversation with tara c smith dr tara c smith uh that you pressured me kind of to like really dive into covid and that was another of our favorite my favorites um and yeah yeah so anyway yes a lot of really good episodes if you haven't if you haven't had a chance to listen to those just go back and listen to check some of them out um especially the the one with william moore and and the conversation that okay put together Yes, guys, do that, and at the end, we'll tell you what you can find us, tell us what you think, <laughs> if you're really moved to. All right. Okay, so what is one thing that you thought you knew, but later realized that you were wrong about? You know, I've asked this question so many darn times, and I put this in the, you know, I put this into the script so many times, you'd think I'd have an answer. Um. So I think the thing that I thought was despite everything that's going on or when everything goes wrong i thought everyone kind of reacted negatively and kind of would get down and i'm realizing that that's not true at all i think there's a lot of people who are not ready to give up the ship and are ready to keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting and keep hoping for a better world and i think that's probably one of the things i've come to realize recently and it's one of the best realizations that a lot of people can see climate change. They can see this pandemic and they say, I'm not ready to give up on this. I'm ready to keep fighting and try to make this world better, even if I don't get to live to see it. And I think that, I don't know. I think that is something that I just didn't really realize, like how tenacious some people's hope really is. All right. Um... All right, so I'll go to the next one because I've answered this question too. If you want, if you'd like to know my answer to this question, listen to one of the many podcasts that we've released. I answered. Oge's answer to the question and a probably a better version of my answer to this question can be found on our holiday special from 2019. Period. All right. So, which guest gave you the best answer to that question? I think my favorite answer was from a journalist, Hannah Harris Green, who I think was in 2019 as well. And she just answered like subtitles that there are subtitles on the TV. And it's like, it's not, you know, someone, she didn't try to like do a really deep, profound, you know, answer to this, which I think, which is awesome. You know, I'm glad people 
take this question in really deep directions but hers was more like the reason why it's so memorable to me is she was just like oh no subtitles like they kind of changed my life because you can actually see the dialogue Mm -hmm. yeah um all right so i know you'd want to ask ask me this question back but i'm just going to flip it up and say something different i think something that i would love to see in future for public health or for everyone and has been coming up is making sign language universal like everyone needs to learn sign language because i was thinking about it i think living in a world where there's this like it's actually been like a segregation so where the deaf cannot communicate to other people i don't think what i don't understand what kind of world that is and it's so normalized that we think oh yeah it's just it's okay because we're in the privileged point of view and we don't understand how frustrating it might be and also like in nigeria i rarely see any disabled person because we just don't have any changes or anything like you don't have ramps you don't barely have elevators nothing so we've already kind of ostracized them from society so i would definitely want to see all of us like maybe within the next 10 years so by like 2030 most okay i probably would not say most people but like a lot maybe the amount of people who know sign language would have increased like maybe by 30 percent or something i think that would be amazing i think that in 50 years we will talk about our treatment of people with different abilities the same way that people talk about like racial yeah like maybe not to the same degree but we will we will realize that we have not been and and frankly it's to like i probably should have made a podcast on disability and that's maybe something that should happen in the future um because um yeah yeah we just do not take care of people in our society who have different abilities and especially oh my gosh if you want to talk about mental mental health issues um that's a that's a you know people have differing like mental states and we are doing nothing to take care of those people and it's going to be looked back on as you know an embarrassment i think we will all look back on it in shame right and it's very easy to silence people you wouldn't even know you're silencing them until people yeah. start to like speak up and you're like oh, i know i didn't but it's like yes we did and we all aided into this we all aided and abetted in some ways shape or form but yeah that's definitely something i would love to see happen a change and we have to start with ourselves so i'm going to have to start learning <laughs> how to yeah. sign. but yeah yeah so i'm going to go to the next question all right what is one thing outside the world of public health that has interested you lately so this is kind of cheating because I have been playing it for 15 years, but very recently I have been just playing so much more Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and because I can connect with my friends from Pittsburgh and Cleveland and the Florida Keys and all of the different places that I've lived and basically, you know, just be able to play over the internet, which is super cool. And so I've been flexing my uh, creative muscles by writing kind of an, and then there were none style murder mystery and, I've been just I've been enjoying it so much and that's kind of been a lot of my time that isn't on Zoom calls with people or doing doing, you know, work stuff. So, yeah. 
You guys, Ian also almost got me to play Dungeons and Dragons once. Never happened. So it's not my portion. (laughs) I'm convinced. (laughs) All right. So great. So what's next for you? So I just yesterday accepted a job with a local public health agency here in Salt Lake City where I moved to following graduation. Um, And I will be continuing to podcast. So if you guys out there miss my voice after after this episode, uh, you can find me on Making It Through, a podcast about hope, which um, which it's just a podcast where we really do talk. I talk to a lot of people, and this is kind of why I was thinking about my answer to the what's one thing that you thought you knew but later realized you were wrong about. That's kind of why I've been seeing so much hope in people because we've just been talking about that. And I think right now we all need a little bit of hope and not just like the, oh, like this is a bit of good news and it makes me feel good for five minutes. And that's good. And I, I respect people who, who that works for. For me, I'm a pessimist. That doesn't work. I need reasons that I have reasons to hope. And yeah, so I talked to people from there are quite a few public health people because my co-host is Juan Godino, who is from or Juan Godino, who's from the University of Iowa, um, who just graduated in epidemiology with me. And uh, and so we do talk public health, but I talk to people from all walks of life if you need something else as well. Um, so yeah, if, if you give our project a listen, we would be eternally grateful. And uh, you can find us in a link in the description field of this podcast, or you can just search Making It Through, a podcast of hope, a podcast about hope, just about anywhere you get your pods. Yes, and I, sh- I will be making, hopefully, some guest appearances on that podcast, too. So I will be plugging it maybe at some point, too. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're definitely welcome anytime. <laughs> right. All right. Great. Thank you. So is there anything else that you want to say before we go? Yeah, I just want to say I'm so, so proud of what we have done as a team. Uh, just to see this thing grow from, like, me trying to record a couple people at American Public Health Association's annual conference to a machine of a bunch of really brilliant people around me. I just, yeah, the fact that now I can step back and let, you know, this brilliant team do work and I get to just watch and see what they create. I am so, so excited. Uh, I do want to shout out Haley Boudreaux. I probably should have said her name before this. Uh, She was the other reason that this podcast got off the ground. She took a lot of interviews in the beginning, uh, made some of our best pods uh, in the beginning. So really do want to shout her out as well. Um, And I I want to say thank you to the listeners. You know, we've been journeying together for a long time, uh, a year and a half that I was producing this podcast and you all have been listening. And, you know, every minute that you all gave us during that time, is something that I appreciate so much because I know there are so many different things you could listen to, but the fact that you all chose to listen to, to a podcast that I was working on a podcast that we all as a team were working on is really meaningful. And it means so much to us um, that, you know, we know that we're getting out the best public health information and getting, making a difference. So I am so, so grateful to you, the listeners. I'm so grateful to the amazing team that I work with and I have worked well that I have worked with uh, Oge, uh, Emma Metter, Luke Sampson, and Steve Sonier. Um, just, just every day has been a gift with you all. So, yeah, this has been a heck of a ride. Thank you to the College of Public Health as well for for believing in us and letting us give this a try. Yes, oh, it's been amazing not to have you, um, Ian, as our producer, executive producer, Paul. Yeah. 
<sighs> change is always difficult, but I guess it's needed and hopefully will be as amazing or even better from where you left us. So yeah, I don't just facetiously say I'm excited to see what you all create. Like I'm legitimately excited. I know, to see all the which new is directions. kind of like putting on the pressure, but I guess <laughs> I guess he's applying pressure, you guys. But we just have to match up. So we will. We will. <laughs> all right. So where can people find you? So I just got a Twitter and I share a mix of epi news and good news at, at book to Ian. I also have some nerdy things too, but mostly epi and mostly good news. Cool. All right. So that is at B-U-C-H-T-A-I-A-N. Thank you, Oge. And thank you, Oge. You know, this has been awesome hosting this pod with you. We've had a lot of fun together and I hope everyone out there has enjoyed it too. I hope so too, you guys. Um, see, I brought, I brought my extroverted chatty self here. But I'm usually very quiet. I'm doing this for you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Um, you can find us on Facebook at the University of Iowa College of Public Health or on iTunes and Spotify as well at the University of Iowa College of Public Health. You can let us know what you thought about this episode at cph-gradambassador at uiowa.edu. That's cph-gradambassador at uiowa.edu. I'm glad that is the last time I have to spell that out because it is so anxiety-producing. Yeah, <laughs> it was struggle. <laughs> Um, this episode of From the Front Row was hosted by Oge Chibo and Ian Bukta. It was produced by Ian Bukta. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share us with some people that you know. Alright guys, so I will see you next week. Happy social distancing. Stay safe. Have that uncomfortable conversation. Practice self-care and do everything you need to do to make sure that you are living your best healthy life. All right, see you next week.